Hallelujah. Amen. Heavenly Father, we ask your blessing on this Bible study tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, Brother Shane is going to speak to us here tonight. But before Brother Shane speaks to us here tonight, I am going to try my best. You make sure you get a good recording of this, Brother Doug, okay? Because I want to put this on the broadcast. I'm a, a preacher that doesn't believe in doing things in the corner, but also believe in respect and honor of doing things the Bible way. Believe it or not, whether you know it or not, I'm probably one of the few men that you will ever meet that actually walks by this word as best to my know-how. And that's the truth. Now, that also puts me in a very precarious situation because I give many, many opportunities for people to not like me. Because I'm not here to be liked. You understand? Hmm? All right. Um, I got a mission that I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to help save, deliver, heal, and set free by the name of Jesus as many as people as I can before my time is up and I'm going on to glory to my place. Now, a lot of people don't take that so serious. You can just evidently watch their lifestyle and watch their walk. And you can see that everybody is really, truly not serious about being um, what we call today a Christian. But I'm probably about the most serious man you'll ever meet. And the reason being is because God has done something inside my heart. Now, when he did it in my heart, he didn't do it in yours. But I do know this. Whatever he's done in my heart, if you've been touched by his spirit, he's doing the same thing in your heart. The key is is to the measure of how much we want of him. Because the truth is, we, we got a whole room full of people, and don't we all look like we love God? But we know better than that. We, we know better than that. Some of us just cannot overcome the obstacles of the flesh in order to be perfected in the spirit. Amen? Now, let me go a few things. All right, now Cindy, Cindy calls. Cindy is... Um, she tells us a lot of things that's going on. She's kind of like, I guess she's an outpost. Mm -hmm. Told me a little bit about, um, let me see, I think, is it Nathan's dad or um, somebody pulling up a lot of information about R.G. Stair? And then they told um, Paige, and this is part of um, Nathan's confusion. Is that right? Is that right? Now, before I address this, let me, let me address this scripturally first. The Bible says, um, 1 Corinthians 2, 1 and 2. I'm determined not to know anything among you. Did y'all hear that? Except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Is that what the Bible says? The Bible says, against an elder, receive not an accusation, but out of the mouth of two or more, what? Not two or more hearers, not two or more writers, not two or more slanderers. A witness is a person that has an eyewitness of count. Of what has gone on. Now I understand. You got to understand. We're, we are not a taught people today. Well, I mean we're biblically illiterate. And the, the dismal ignorance of, of uh, rejecting this word. Is just utterly appalling to me. And I remember um, when I was going up to East End. You remember when we had a little time there at East End. Okay and I was going up there. All right, and I was preaching and teaching there. And folks were getting saved, folks were getting delivered of uh, diseases and, and getting doctor's verifications for it. 
Um, now I don't want don't get me don't get me wrong. Um, it don't trouble me because people decide they want to go to doctors and get some verification or something like that. I already know who the chief physician is. I also know that each one of these people that go do that, they get excited for a little while. Then they're just like the dog. They return to their vomit. Because they think that just because they got healed that um, they had faith in God. But the Bible says in the prayer of faith. And that wasn't theirs. Because if they had faith, they wouldn't need somebody to pray for them. Well, faith. So I believe in teaching God's people faith. So I had uh, Pastor Tony Green come over Bo Green's house one day. We were sitting over there, and he had a concern on his mind. He says, um, um, can we go outside and talk? I said, sure we can. Sure we can. Because you know me, I'm willing to talk about anything. Sure we can. So he proceeded to say, he says, uh, you know, I have to talk to you about this because I need to determine if we're going to uh, go on with this meeting or we're going to shut this thing down or not. I said, if you got doubts, your doubts doesn't lie with me. Your doubt is between you and God. And if you want to shut it down, I won't miss a beat. I will still be doing his will. It makes no difference to me. He says, uh, R.G. Stare. Can I ask you a question about R.G. Stare? And the same thing I told you, same thing I told him, except I told him this. I said, let me, let me talk to both of you for a second, both of you, first of all. Number one, this. Number one, I really don't even have to answer any questions concerning him because it doesn't concern me. Am I making any sense? Let me know if I'm making sense or not. I mean, what he does is what he does, and what I do is what I do. And what his business is, his business, what my business is, my business. And I said, um, before we go any further, uh, is it okay if I ask both of you some personal questions about your past life? Is that all right? Now, I want you to understand, I don't have anything to hide. But I needed to say that because I know how stupid and ignorant we are of God's word today. Now, does it look like I was trying to get the meeting going? You, that ain't the way you try to get a meeting going, talking to folks like that, is it? Because people ain't used to being talked to like that. Isn't that right? Now, before I go any further, let me ask you a question. How many times around here have I personally told pretty much 90% of us certain things to stop doing, and yet and still you keep doing them? I told you to break off certain relationships. You know the reason why I can tell you to break off certain relationships that are not spiritually healthy for you? Because I've broken off relationships that is not healthy for me. Now believe me, I, I know that, that people are ignorant today and it's even hard to understand plain talk. But I tell you to do it because I've done it. Why do you think I tell you to leave certain family members alone? Why, you don't think that I've obeyed the word and haven't done it myself? Everything I've told you, you're capable of doing. It's just that you want, you're not going to do it. And that's the difference. I believe in walking the walk and talking the talk. And my lifestyle reflects it. And so does everyone that hears me. Now, some time ago, I mean, I got my brother right there and I love him. I naturally, after the flesh, is my brother. You understand? But now he's here with us. And I told him some time ago about the gospel, and, and it wasn't until last year, that was the first time I saw him in 10 years. How could you do with your family? I mean, does God have more favor with me than he do you? Am I more, do I love God more than you? Now, we might not say that, but when you watch footprints and footsteps. If the Bible says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them, then why should I continue to be around my brother who don't want to serve God? Uh-oh. Am I making sense? Should you continue to fellowship with the ungodly? I mean, I was just down there a while ago on the internet, and I typed in Pastor Dow. 
Pastor Charles Dow, Pastor Charles Dow Jr., Pastor Dow Straightway. And I couldn't find one evil report on me. I could care less if there was a thousand evil reports about me. Are you following me? We're supposed to know no man after the flesh, but after the spirit. How are you supposed to know him? After the spirit. So then I typed in R.G. Stare, and boy, I saw the rap sheet. But then I typed in Bill Gother, and I saw all the times this man been accused of having rape rooms. And I said, now, wait a minute here. Hmm. What a mess we got today. You got to understand, we're dealing with dismal ignorance, spiritual, I mean, retardation of today. Now, what happened was that somebody in Pastor Green's church who didn't like the, way, the direction the church was going, um, a witch, because I told her it was a witch as soon as I walked through the door. She was a witch. And then she turns around and leaves church, so she goes and pulls up. You know, first thing that people do is they try to look, because uh, the Internet is vast. They try to inquire of you to see, see really who you are. Well, my words, just like Jesus' word did, they testify of me. My works testify of me. But what I do, they all testify of me. Am I making any sense, saints? Now, R.G. Stare, he was a man, are you following me? That um, he was involved, and, I, and I'm not going to go into detail. He was involved in some bad sins. Very bad sins. And because he didn't repent of those sins. Did y'all hear what I said? Yes, sir. What did I say? He did not repent of those sins. I could no longer have fellowship with him. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Now he said words just like many people say words. Did we not just see, did we not see Michael Graves up here? Say words, crying and bawling and squalling. Did he repent of sins? Because his footsteps show that he did not repent of sins. Isn't that right? Usually when someone repent of a sin, they turn and they hold a new road. And they, now I will tell you this. Um, the sins that he did, that does not make me guilty by association. Uh-oh. Am I using intelligent terms here? Uh, yes, sir. How am I doing, Sister Ash? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, um, I, I'm not, uh, so, in other words, you know, I, I, I used to associate with a guy by the name of Anthony Musconero, Mike McCray, Edward Green. Uh, you know nothing about them. But whatever they done, does that make me guilty for what they done? No, sir. So what in the world folk doing then? What are they doing? Uh, say that word again, damn man. False accuser. See, so what the motive is is that they're trying to find some way to say, you see, because Pastor Dow was associated with this man, that makes him no good. But I'm not associated with him. I wouldn't associate you if you live in sin. Am I making sense? I wouldn't associate you with you at all if you're living in sin. Not here. The same way I did with that man is the same way I would do with you. And I expect you to be the same way with me. See, I preach the word. And I preach the uncompromising word of God. And I preach hard. So I'm judged hard. I don't mind judgment. What does the Bible say, brother Doug? A righteous man what? A righteous man what? Loves judgment. Boy, I tell you, we supposed to be in the household of faith too. Amen. Don't a righteous man loves judgment, right? Isn't that right? So I don't mind being judged. But if you think that you're going to just come up with some crazy stuff and then expect for me to answer, you'll see me pull a Jesus on you. And then I'll say this. Well, let me ask you a question. That's why I get in trouble. Isn't that right? Let me give you a modern day example here for a second. Sister Ashley, 
I'm gonna, is, is it okay if I use you as an example, Sister Okay, Sister Ashley used to be in the world. You know, um, uh, there's a lot of people here, like right there in the family, right there. They know more about her past than we do. Now, because Sister Ashley is here, does that make me guilty by association for what she's done? Now, the truth is, I don't know Ashley after the flesh. All I know about Sister Ashley is her born-again state. That's all I care to know about. Ain't nothing to me. But I can tell you that she's really, truly born again. Not because of what she says or what I say, but as soon as God touched her heart, she started making moves. Where's all your former friends, Ashley? Gone. Now, if I could ask some of you that sitting right in here, even living at the community, where's your former friends and your family who say they love God? See, you're hypocrites. You're just hypocrites. You're flat-out hypocrites. I don't mind telling you, I don't have any. I have a friend in Jesus. And that's what you should have. Amen? And then there's a friend that loveth with all, at all times, and there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Now, Brother Shane, um, let me see. Brother Shane, way back in, I think it was 95, I think. 95, he came to a Bible study one night at a kitchen table. He left the Pentecostal church. It was at my mother and father's house. Is that right? And we were talking about on the Sabbath day and a few other subjects. And Brother Shane went back to Pentecost Church said, well, I won't be back here no more. I'm going to help this man of God do a work. And Brother Shane has been a friend to me. And so we got 95, 2005, 6, 7, 13 years. That brother has been with me through thick and thin. As the old saying go, hell and high water. Now that friend stuck closer to me than a brother. And the first thing my brother said when he got here was, he said, thank you for being a friend to my brother. You did better than I did. Wow. Isn't that something? Is that remarkable? Wow. Look at that. So I'm trying to teach us something, too, because this is going on the air. Because people do need to hear this stuff. Because we are charged to walk circumspectly and not as fools, redeeming the time. Is that right? Because the days are evil. Now, this man was involved in, in all kinds of stuff that he actually tried to make a congregation feel guilty for what he done. Now, the world out there, they hear a bunch of people, and that was uh, some of the people that you re hear some of the articles that are wrote or written about R.G. Stare on the internet. Or some of the, or was a few of the people that was actually there in the meeting. I was in the meeting. Now, it's amazing how that with so many people that was in this meeting, it was a meeting of the elders. So many people that was in this meeting that we never ever hear online the men of God that was in that meeting and their articles written about this man's sin iniquity and transgression but what you do here are those who are bitter those who are vengeful see we don't take our time to study this stuff we, we, you know we talk about this stuff all the time here why come you don't hear no article why, why come there's no article up there about me writing about R.G. Stair why come there's not an article of Pastor Roberts writing about R.G. Stair or Pastor Rice or, or uh, Brother Baker, or uh, Frank Lupe, or I mean, I can go on and on, the people that were there. Where's the article with Mike Bruner? I mean, he lived there. Or Kirk Higby. I'm naming names that a lot of people don't know, but what I'm saying is, when you look at the people who is writing all this stuff, take account and consider the source. Now, they got on a radio broadcast, and they kind of blast me because I wouldn't say anything against this man. You know the reason why I wouldn't say anything against this man? 
because I know what the Bible says. See, they counted this man who was once a brother as an enemy. And they started to rejoice when they saw their enemy fall. And I got on my broadcast and said, boy, oh, y'all messing up the judgment of God. I said, I'm going to make a declaration. I'm going to tell you right now, there ain't nothing going to happen to that man. And the reason why nothing's going to happen to that man, oh, I got blasted. They tattooed me on that one. I said, nothing's going to happen to that man because you already have made judgment. You have taken God's judgment from him. And guess what? Nothing happened to that man. He didn't go to prison. Because the wrath of man does not work the righteousness of God. Amen. 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 Am, I, am I talking to... I'm not only talking in this situation. I'm talking about just life in general, brothers and sisters. Now, whether people like it or not, I am an elder. And you're not supposed to receive any accusation against me. I don't care who it comes from. You need to have two or three reliable eyewitnesses. Isn't that right? Is that right? Now, this man, like I said, he didn't repent. If he had repented, I would still be in fellowship with him. How many times you've sinned? Have you repented? Am I still in fellowship with you? You remember I talked about last Sabbath, the, the man in 1 Corinthians, the fifth chapter. The man that was caught with his father's wife. I said that if, given modern day times today, he wouldn't stand a chance in this church. They'd have kicked him out, crucified him, ostracized him, and he'd been anything but a saint. He'd been a devil. Paul reprimanded him pretty hard, told the church to turn him over to Satan for the destruction of his flesh. Did he not? Did he not? Did he not? He did tell him that, right? Huh? Now, if this man was not a saint, Paul would have never disciplined him. We ever thought about that? Oh, I know sexual sins seem to impact. Hmm? But slander impacts me harder than sexual sins. Liars really impact me. See, we, the truth is, let's just tell the truth, saying Everybody has their little personal pet peeves of what they call the sins that is the unpardonable sin to them. But it's not to God. So what, what we've had here is we've had people pull up things from the past. Because I used to have fellowship, many of us sitting in here, with, with the overcomer community, victory community, a higher ground community, grace community, and a, a few other communities. Y'all hear that? Yeah, we used to have felt man, used to come to each other, churches, have good old praise and worship services and good old times fellowshipping together. We used to stay with them. They used to come stay with us. Man, we had a good thing going. Did we not? Wasn't them some beautiful people? Beautiful saints? Beautiful saints. I even went down there to Overcomer one time and um, one lady, Sister Carol and I were sitting in there and she was talking about how, how she doesn't understand what it means to sin. Did y'all hear what I said? She doesn't understand what it means to sin, and maybe she needs to sin in order to understand sin. I said, hold on. You stop that mess right now. I said, I don't, I said, I don't give a damn what any of these people telling you around here or anybody. You, you stay the hell away from sin. You don't do that mess. You remember what I'm talking about? I said, you don't fool with that mess at all. Don't let nobody entice you to make you feel like that you have to sin in order to understand sin. That's a devil. This is the reason why that I ask all the time for open dialogue with anyone on any subject, anytime, anywhere, any place. Just as long as there are a lot of people present. Because just as sure as Jesus Christ is sitting on the throne, and I know he is, we're going to find out who's the liar, and we're going to find out who's the truth. 
In other words, who's serving lies and who's serving truth. That's the reason why I don't mind speaking openly. How many times y'all heard me challenge people openly on anything, anytime, anywhere, any arena? I even offer to pay for the place in the building. Whether it be doctrine, accusation, makes no difference. I do this because of the confidence that I have in this and I know in whom I believe in and I try my best to teach us here. So here we got Sister Ashley right here and, and, and around here we're taught, uh, Ashley, if you don't mind, I really don't care about your past. I really don't. Uh, I, I, you know, I tell them very carefully. You know, there's, um, you know deliverance, sometimes you have to be personal. And I also tell you, I wouldn't advise you getting personal with everybody, including people sitting in here. You don't open up your, some people are not mature nor intelligent enough for you to be personal with. And it's not good for you to go hashing out a bunch of stuff because you may be put on, a, just like the newspaper is on Sunday morning, on the stand. And, now, I don't think that that spirit will permediate here, but I do know we have whispers. So I'm not privileged to that. I'm not fooled. I do know we have whispers. And I know that some people speak out of what they call concern of others when really they're really not concerned about them at all. But then there are truly those who genuinely speak out of concern looking for a way to redeem the soul that is going the wrong way. I know how to read that. You understand what I mean? I know how to read that. Now we're making sense. We're making sense. And I try to teach the people how to read that too. So it's not good for you to hash out everything you ever done in your past to everybody. Paul said, I forget those things that are behind. Somebody say, I forget those things that are behind. And I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And I can tell you this, if y'all knew my past, y'all would say, I, I'm not qualified to be a preacher. Look at him looking. But God does take the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, don't he? Jesus spoke in terms like this. He says, look at you scribes and Pharisees. You hypocrites, you. You know what? The harlots and the drunkards <laughs> and the prostitutes and the whoremongers are going to go into the kingdom before you. The prostitutes are going to kingdom before David Baldwin. The prostitutes and the harlots, the whoremongers, will go in before Bill Godler. Yeah, they will. They will go in before Michael Graves. They will go in before many of your friends, your families, and your associates. They ain't going in before me. Because I live holy. Am I making any sense? You're getting a good record of this, right? So, you need to learn how to put to silence ignorant men when they start talking. So, Nathan is all disturbed over stuff he's reading about R.G. Stair. Did he read anything about me? No, but he's disturbed about R.G. Stair. He mentioned it. So, he's disturbed about it. You know, think about it. You only talk about things that impact, right? Well, what does R.G. Stare got to do with us? Am I making any sense? Cindy, do you have uh, any friends out there that are whores? You do? Then maybe you're guilty of being a whore. You're not understanding what I'm saying, though. Isn't that what they're trying to accuse me of? Isn't that not so? That doesn't make her a whore because there's associates out there that are whores. Uh-oh. You see, we, I'm telling you, we're dealing with biblical illiterance here. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. You can't expect much from people who, who are not allowed... This word to enter in. See, everybody claims salvation, don't they? Let me tell you what. Can I just sum up salvation in, in, one, in one, one verse of scripture? 
Is that okay? Is that all right? Y'all ready to hear this? Jesus said, if. Y'all hear that word? If you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. How many folks you know that say they're saved, but they don't do what this word says? You know, there are a lot of folks that you know have been saved longer than I have. They should be teaching me. They should be instructing me. Am I telling the truth? If they've been saved all that time and they, and they continue in God's word, they should be instructing me. They should be teaching me. I should be sitting down and listening to them. But the truth is, they ain't holy, are they? They don't live right, do they? And God's going to remove all things out of his kingdom that offends. See, so this thing really is straight and narrow. So no, that doesn't make Sister Cindy a whore because she knows whores. Huh? But dealing with the spirit in his age is going on today? Dealing with the spirit of his age is going on today? She would be classified if we followed the understanding of... Um, David Baldwin. She would be classified as a whore because wait a minute, we need to go find who she associates with so we can make her guilty by association. Is this not foolish? Is this not a foolish thought? Now, do y'all see the reason why people don't want to talk to me openly about nothing? Because hmm? I'd tear them up. I literally would. I would literally tear them up. Now, what's that telling you about um, the faith of Nathan Baldwin. If he gonna, first of all, what he knows about me, he knows only by coming to this community. Is that right? And what offense have I given him to not love me? To hate me? Yeah, yeah. Because we're supposed to give no offense in anything. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? Have not the brethren here loved him, prayed for him, counseled him, teach him, instruct him? Have we not? And you, when you come, all of you, what do you get? You have to understand, if any man decides to apart, depart from iniquity, he maketh himself a prey. You know what that means? People are going to prey on you. Because they, I was talking to Brother Doug and them day, I said, you know, this town pretty amazing because uh, they can't wait. And I was talking to Diane too. I said, I think it was Diane I said it to. Uh, I said, you know, this town can't wait for me to do something so, I can, so they can talk about me. I said, it's going to be pretty tough though because all I do is go to town. Do I need to do? And I spend the majority of my time around here straightway. Yeah. Don't you know they would love for me to just, it wouldn't be no stumble. Every prophet, y'all never seen so many prophets. They come out, I told you he's a false prophet. I told you he wasn't no good. Same preacher that's laying with the deacons, why? Amen. Same preacher that's over here in the county jail being drunk, getting bored. Come here, Sister Cindy. See, that, that's the reason why, and uh, I, Lord knows I love my sister too, but that's the reason why that, that Sister Cindy and I, we don't walk around town like this. <laughs> there's a reason why, believe it or not. You know what would be said if we walk around town like that? Huh? For, man, there will be car wrecks. I kid you, there will be car man, And the phones, Verizon will be good for the next 20 years. They won't have to get no more money from nobody else. For all the text messages and everything be going on. You know why? Because the Bible says, let not your good be evenly spoken of. That's why you don't see me riding around in a, in a vehicle full of, full of women. And we all get out. One man and four women. Oh, boy. 
No, because I abstain from all appearance of evil. Amen. We know the type of relationship we got, me and the sisters, but we're not going to let the devil speak evil of our good. I'm sorry, folk. I'm sorry I'm this way. I'm sorry if it offends you. I'm sorry again. How am I doing? Am I doing pretty good, Paige? I'm doing pretty good. See, I, I need to say things like this, and I'm really sorry that I had to take up all this time to do it, but I really do. I, I need to get something hard to put on the broadcast, because you know me, I will put it on repeat. And I will repeat this thing over and over again. If anything, what can be said about a man that would take his two daughters up to a place where Nathan Baldwin is giving eyewitness accounts saying that they have rape rooms up there in Chicago where this Bill Gother is? What man would deceive his girl when his uncle would pass away and then they would go up there and then they would drop Anna off in a place that she has no desire to be at? What, what, what kind of, and this man, Bill Gother, this is their so-called guy, 70-something years old, dyes his hair black and wants nothing but association with young teenage girls and then takes them to the beautician or the beauty parlor to get their, all their hair dyed blonde. Now, people can't read between lines. It don't take me too much to figure that one out. That man got a perverted spirit. I'm sorry. Uh, come on, Sister Marley, Sister Ashley. Come on up here, Sister Vicky, Sister Barr. Now, come on. What y'all waiting on? Come on. Come on. Y'all follow me. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. You ain't going to see this. I, this is not my show of power. A bunch of skirts. I'm like, come on, come on, sisters. I'm sorry. Y'all ain't going to. Amen. You ain't going to see me walking around with about four or five women waiting, uh, uh, waiting, for, waiting for me hand and foot and, and then uh, uh, just want to just drool over me and just be around and I want to be around them. Y'all get away from me. Get away from me. Y'all get away from me. Get away from me. Hey, I'm sorry if it offends people. That's something I always tell all the married women when they get married. If they single and they end up getting married, anybody know my saying that I used to tell them? Say it again. Don't talk to me unless you talk to your husband. Stay out of my face. Ain't that right, Tomoko? Yes, sir. Stay out of my face. You got a husband. I'm sorry, folks. Did I say someone do something wrong? No, sir. Is there something wrong with me being like this? But yet and still, if y'all waiting for people to stop talking evil about me, you can forget it. But they always do it afar off. Way, way off. And they always talk about the brother and the sisters here. Wait, way off. So they don't have to confront them face to face. We got all these brave folk. I'll kick his ass. I told him, man, I don't care if he look like Andre the Giant. Bring it on. One thing we're going to find out, somebody but going to get kicked. What's wrong with that? I don't hide. Do I hide? No. Y'all remember that time we had them three, three more, three amigos? <laughs> Came down here shouting all these obscenities and stuff, and I tore out of here in that truck. And I said, Y'all better get on that cell phone real quick. I'm about to whoop all y'all telling your dad is for having you. And you better call him too. And about that time, that big woman come out of the trailer. <laughs> And I said, boy, and her son was involved in that. And she said, Charles, don't worry about him. I'm going to take care of him. You two, you get your blank, blank, blue, blah, 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 out of my yard. <laughs> Went over here to innocently pick up hay one day. Is that right, brothers? Yes, sir. And then this guy, he's going to cut a fool. 
And I was just trying to be as humble as I could, and he was rising up, had his shirt off, and he was puffing up. And, hoping, and I said, man, enough of this mess. Amen. Enough of this. I said, man, let's just stop all this talking, all this gum smacking. There's a street right there. Let's go. Let's, uh, 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 um, um, um. It's just so sad. I told him, brother, I said, no matter what, y'all stay away. I'll make a clean sweep of this one. <laughs> Somebody said, you're an angry man. Don't seem like I'm so angry. I'm not the one starting all this. I tell, I mean, I got a David spirit. Y'all ever read about King David? But you're not guilty by any association of the past. Uh, Kelly, I, I'm sorry. I, you, bless your heart. How you doing? How you doing with the, how you doing? I'm still faithful with mine. How you doing with the, the, the Coke thing? Coke? No. The Mountain Dew. Oh, good. Good, good. You're not suffering, are you? No. Good, good. <laughs> I'm still faithful. No, I mean, I'm, I've known Kelly for quite a while. Maybe, what, a year or two? Something like that? No, about as long as I've known Cindy because I went to school. But um, that's Kelly. And I love Kelly. She don't know it. But I do love her. But I, I don't love her like my wife, but I love her as a sister now. You understand what I mean? I love Kelly. Y'all understand that? I mean, I really do. And there ain't nothing in the world that I wouldn't bend over backwards to, to do, wouldn't do for her or anybody as long as it's in my power to do. Hmm? But, I, sister, I could care less about what you've done five years ago. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, three years ago, two years ago, last month. I don't care. <laughs> All I want to know about you is Jesus Christ and him crucified and, and, and to help you get a closer walk with your king. Sister Ashley went up to the Dr. Sue's place, the dentist to drop some produce off and that was Teresa. And she starts giving her the third, fourth, and fifth degree about asking questions about this place. And boy, and Ashley let her have it. She put the nuclear bomb holocaust on and she was so locked in, she still kept asking. She didn't even realize she got hit, did she? That, that's like I told you with that Cheryl Baldwin witch. You ain't doing, I told Cindy, you ain't penetrating that. I told her, I said, I don't care what you say, you have more success talking to this cinder block. You ain't penetrating. Now, some folk, you'd be better off spending your time talking to this block. Because some folk, you ain't going to penetrate. So anyway, um, I called up, the next day, I called up Dr. Sue. Teresa answered the phone. She's a receptionist. And she says, anything I can help you? I said, no. Put Dr. Sue on the phone, please. They put Dr. Sue on the phone. So I, a very tactful, proficient, and proficient way, I spoke to her about her receptionist. And I went up there the other day. Guess who didn't say nothing to me? <laughs> you think I care? No. I'm losing sleep. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, folk. I want to be holy. Amen. And I know you're here because you want to be holy just like I do. Got the same desire. And if you continue to live in the past, you'll never be perfect for the future. And I'll say this again. Whether it be R.G. Stair, Bill Gother, David Baldwin, or sorry David Baldwin, or sorry Michael Graves, they just sorry Ahabs. That's my judgment. Now tell them, come talk to me face to face about that. The truth is, I care less about any of them. What they do, it has no bearing on me and the mission that we have got set before us. You understand? Amen. You're right. You're leaving that cat girl alone, ain't you? You're trying. Now, is cat a whore, yes or no? Yes. All right, does that make you a whore? Well, that was Kelly. Yes. <laughs> but does that make you a whore? Are you sure? Huh? But I don't know. Dealing with some of these twisted mind people who look like Yasser Arafat in the face. They would turn around 
<laughs> they will turn around and call you a whore because you are associated with a whore. Is that not right? That making sense? They would. But really, if y'all notice, we've been living in LaFayette for a little while, they don't disturb us one bit at all. That's why you think these people got cancer, the mouth cancer, the toenail cancer, the foot cancer, the elbow. They got, man, these folk got cancer, everything. Why the world you think they got cancer so bad? They full of bitterness. And guess what? I don't want to get in the way of their happiness. They want their cancer. And they die of BDs and sickness and disease. Don't let me get in the way of your happiness. If it makes your day just to look at me twisted like some cat just got ran over, then if I'll by all means do it. Do not let me get in the way of your happiness. I won't be disturbing you. But for some reason, a lot of folks feel like they just cannot live a productive, diseased, sick life as long as I'm in this area. I could care less. Brother Shane constantly has to reprove people. Brother Doug the same way. And it's just a sad, sad thing. I, I'm sorry, folk. Bro, brother Shane, we all going to get this Bible study in, brother. Because it's something we need to hear. We, we're, it may not be today, but we'll get it in. i tell you what. It, is it something you can preach? Okay, then preach Sabbath then. Give me a break. But is it okay, folk? Now, let me ask you a question. Is everybody here in a, in a sound mind? Huh, everybody? You sure? Everybody here okay? Everybody, nobody under, no demonic influence right now, right? We all okay. We can reason. We know right from wrong. Left from right, up and down, and they're right. We know when we look at a female, we know what a female looks like. We look at a male, we know what a male looks like. Are we sure of that? Carol said, in here we do. <laughs> well, I'm asking it for a reason. Because we've had people come up here who said they were clothed in a white right mind, testifying about the goodness of Jesus. Y'all ain't never heard me play some of these testimonies over, in, over the internet? What happened to their testimony? Let me tell you something. A brother that is offended, his contention are like the balls of a castle. You ain't gonna win that. You can forget it. How am I doing, brother Doug? Doing pretty good? Doing pretty good? I, I wanted to say this because y'all need to understand that just because you hear somebody say something, you need to start considering the source. All of us. You wouldn't believe some of the stuff I heard about y'all. You wouldn't believe it. Even on the community, we got some running tellets. How many times do you see me in your face because run and tell it said it? Amen. Just like little bitty children. You hit me, I'm hit you. But anyway, I, I hope that we learned something from this discussion here tonight. I told Brother Shane I wasn't going to beat him for 30 minutes, but you know how time runs. But that, that's a brother that is stuck with me, a friend that is stuck with me closer than a brother. That, that brother right there. He has. He's been with me hell high water, thick and thin, getting in churches, run out of churches. I mean, folk, we've been to witch fest because churches and been slanderously reported and casting devils out of folks in restaurants and can on and you name it, he's been there. We've been talked about, ran through the coals, raked through the coals. I'm you name it, they don't, hey, amen. We're still here. And we ain't going nowhere until the king say so. But I'm sorry, if it offends folk for being righteous, then let them be offended. But 
R.G. Stair is no concern of mine. You understand that? He just got finished. I just heard him this past weekend lying on us again. I mean, that man gave me a lot of money. He did. He gave me a lot of money to help me to be able to do this community. How many folk you going to actually hear uh, give witness to something like that? But you know what? We gave him a lot of money. Wow. Because we just, you just give an offering to the man of God. I can't tell, how many times, what, what, I would go down there, what, six, seven, eight, nine times in a year? I'd walk up to him and I'd say, bless you, man of God, and give him $2,000 offering. Is that getting money? Do you do that nine times in a year? How much you get up to? Huh? Brother Ernie came here with how much gold? He gave me $16,000 worth of gold. Today that gold is worth $36,000. You know what I did? I gave it to the man of God. I sure did. Gave him all of it. I remember that time we, we had, I had all this jewelry in my hand. For, from all of us being clean. We had, you think that you had some jewelry. Lord have mercy. We had diamond rings, hair and bones. I mean, we had all kinds of, I had a big old bag of it. I went up to the man of God and said, you want this? Yeah, what I want to do with it. So I want to do something with it. I don't need it. So he put it out back on top of a, a wood stand. Where the birds come and eat feed. Diamonds and gold. Well, we done gone crazy, ain't we? No, I ain't gone crazy at all. Matter of fact, I'm clothing in my right mind, and these people are afraid. Am I making any sense? Now, I'm asking y'all, are we in our right mind? Because, you know, when we leave here, I just want to know how many of us going to keep it. Is this making sense? How many going to keep it? Uh, Kelly, somebody could come to me and tell me something about you out there. <laughs> First of all, I'm not a garbage can. They know what I'm talking about. If they're going to come to me and talk to me about you, boy, you ought to wait till hear what I got to say to them before they get done. Because it will have no bearing on what I see when I see Sister Kelly. It will have no bearing at all. Somebody talk about Misty or talk about Paige. I care less what they say. It wouldn't mean nothing to me at all. It wouldn't disturb me at all. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't change my thought, my feeling, and my love towards them at all. Any of you. Wouldn't change nothing about my thought, my feeling, because I know you are the saints of the Most High. And I know that there's an accuser of the brother, and he accuses the brethren day and night. I've got to be a brother. I got to be a brother, brother. Do I not get accused? I wish I could face him. I wish I could face him. But don't look like it's gonna happen, do it? Amen. See, this would be something good for Nathan to hear, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be something? Guess what? It would be good for all believers to hear. Because you wouldn't believe how dismal, the dismal ignorance of folks today. It's just so, you know, and that's because they will not hide his word. See, that's the reason why I keep telling y'all, put this word in you. You know why? Because it'll teach you how to behave. It, it will teach you how to behave. Is that okay if I don't know nothing about, about your past life, uh, Ashley? But I'm like, mm. see, I'm the type of person, it makes no difference. You could tell me the most vilest thing, and it still won't change my love towards you. I won't, I won't go, go and, and get over here and say, hey, you know such and such. You could turn on me. Break me through the clothes, lied on me all day long and night, and I still wouldn't go to nobody and say, There are people after your soul. They ain't looking for no ransom. They want your soul. 
They want your soul. Y'all hear that? So, who is R.G. Stair? Hmm? I tell you, I believe he's a false prophet. He ain't prophesied nothing true. When I knew him, I didn't know nothing about his past because I didn't want to know nothing about his All I knew about him was being a man of God. But then when his lifestyle came up, and I didn't even determine no then. I told him I was the only one. I was the youngest out of all the elders in that meeting. I was little baby Pastor Down. And I told all those elders, I said, y'all wrong. You're not, none of y'all did this the Bible way. Not a one of you. And you, you people come in here with pre-knowledge about this particular incident right here. And look how bitter all of y'all. It's just a sad thing. And then y'all want to act like y'all got some revelation truth about how things are going on. I mean, y'all, I was the Elihu. Yes, sir. So you, you're sad, every one of you. You're sorry. Because then they turned on me for telling them that. Here's people that's got pre-knowledge about what this man has done. Supposed to be trying to help him. Two elders that he confided in and they threw him under the bus. That's, the, that's a, a problem when you get when you have. See, when you're in sin with four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people, boy, you just never know what's going to happen. Now, you'd be better off if you just forget about those things that, about, that have been in the past. Can't you just wipe your mind of them? Now, as far as me with R.G. Stair, I don't know. I, if, I, if I have to be guilty for having an association with him, well, I did have an association with him, but I'm not guilty of his sin. And he's not guilty of my sin. Whatever that may be. You understand what I mean? Because all men are going to stand before the judgment seat. And we all going to be judged according to the deeds done in our bodies. He's not going to be judged for mine. I'm not going to be judged for his. But I do believe, and that's why I preach this thing. I do believe that we should be carrying ourselves in such a way. Now see, Ashley has showed not only... Us, but mostly God, a, a repentant heart. I mean, if you had friends, she could say, I don't more. Did you not try to tell some of your friends about this Jesus? All of them. You know what they did? Some of them even told her, well, I know I'm going to hell. I said, isn't that something? Friend, huh? Here you is. Have no desire to go to hell. Some of them are serving the devil, knowing that they're going to hell and they're going to keep you entangled with bondage. So that means if she can stop that association with that ungodly witness, that means you can too. And I'm only telling you that just so you can keep yourself in the love of God. Because I'm telling you, you keep, I say it all the time, I've been saying it, you keep tap dancing with the world. Keep soaking yourself with the world. You're going to fall after the same example of the world. Okay, how strong do you think you are? If I was so strong, I would be out there partying hard with the world. I know how to be in certain places and stuff, and, and uh, we, we're in there and stuff. Uh, hey, I, shoot, I could go into, what's the name? What was it? Old Charlie's? I go down to Old Charlie's and say, put me a bottle of wine on this table. You know, somebody's going to walk in and know me as soon as I say, put that wine on the table. Yeah. And so Carol and I have been to Old Charles one before, and I say, give me some wine. Huh? Do you think, well, am I supposed to stop drinking wine because other people are religious and don't like it? Man, forget them folks. Yeah. Them folks. You do well to drink your little wine. Amen. Now, I didn't say go get drunk. God, these religious. John the Baptist came not eating, nor drinking wine and getting drunk. And they said he had a devil. Jesus came eating and drinking. And they said he had a devil. So which one is it? <laughs> it's sad, isn't it? Don't you be influenced by the judgment of these old wicked people out here that don't know nothing about God's word. Leave them pigs alone. Know your God. 
And more than anything, since we're brothers and sisters here, don't let nobody separate us from the love of God. There's a us and there's a them. Don't let nobody out there separate us from the love of God. We're supposed to be sticking together like uh, Gorilla Glue. That's some powerful stuff. That's how we're supposed to be. And I told you, here I am. I'm going to do it again. Don't I do this all the time? You ain't got to never worry about me breaking a relationship with you. I promise you that. I do it all the time, don't I? Now, everybody here knows, got enough sense to know that when I'm up here preaching to teach, I'm totally different when I'm out, out on the land. Totally different person. I get up here and transform. But I got brothers and sisters here. I, love, I, I really do. I love them all so much. I love everybody here in the assembly. Everybody. Unconditionally. You ever notice, do you ever notice me spending time, ample amount of time talking about David Baldwin, Michael Grace? You know the reason why? I don't want to remove God's judgment from them. That's the reason why I leave them alone. I don't want to remove God. I want God's judgment on them. We're all going to be judged by them anyway. Huh? But I don't want it in the Bible. I want to hear it now. So I know what to do. What do you do? Yep, that's the way it is. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. 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 You ever hear me talk about them? It's because I use it as a warning for us here. And I'm done with it. God does a good job. Now that that Baldwin families, that's a bunch of satanic misfits. Every single one of them. Especially that witch. That the tall witch that looked like Big Bird. The mama. She looked like that, that, that black witch on the Wizard of Oz. Amen. That Jezebel. And just because you hear me talking some ways about people, that don't mean you got the same license to do it. You better know who you believe in. But you better believe what I will say right here, and I'm putting it out over the internet, I don't think I will not hold my breath or hesitate to say anything to them openly either. Where they speak evil about me behind the closed doors, behind my back, I'll do it openly for all to hear. Amen. Praise the Lord. Y'all live for Jesus. Don't be so enticed by the accusations of the devil. Amen. Praise the Lord. Where y'all having that? Praise the Lord. No, leave that woman alone. But we are here to live quiet and peaceable lives. Is that right? And we're going to do that. But th- that don't mean that we're going to go without opposition. We get the majority of our opposition from people who claim to be Christians. I ain't go up here to Presley's Pizza or what is it, pizza place? We get the pepperonis, pepperonis. What's that pizza place day? I ain't go up here right now, sit up there with them. Hey, how you doing? And me and Walmart the other day, I saw Agent Pie. Hey, Pastor Dow, how you doing? Saw Shelby Linville. That man looked a mess, boy. Looked like he'd been rolled up hard and hung out dry. I mean, he just in a matter of a few months, man, he just looked like, why, my, my, is that that job do that to you? Why in the world would somebody want a job like that if it's going to do that to you? I, I just wake up in the morning, sit in my little green rocking chair on the front porch with my Bible in my hand, listen to the birds until them pigs crank up all that heavy equipment, messing up my quiet time. Amen. Did you understand what I said, Kelly? Did I speak truth? Am I talking right? Am I talking right? Paige? Am I talking Misty? Dad Dow? Sister Vicky? Hmm? Granny Gasson? Brother Doug? Brother Shane? Brother Sam? 
Am I talking right? Yes, sir. I just want to make sure because either I'm right or wrong, and I want to be right because he's right. Am I talking right, Sister Marley? Dad Mix? Talking right? Amen. Now that means all y'all guilty because y'all associated with me. Well, I guess I'm guilty then. Sorry, folks. But I will tell you this. I have not lived this life without sin. I am sorry to disappoint y'all. I am sorry to disappoint y'all. I'm sorry I, I, I didn't walk on water in front of you. Praise the Lord. Well, we bless the name of Jesus. <laughs> you know, there's one scripture I read in the Bible that, that does me real good. Huh? What, what does it say? It says, he knows our makeup. He knows that we are but dust. You know what that means? His tender mercies. I knew every morning. Now I bless him for that. Now I bless him for his mercies. Then I told you, Meredith, stay away from that old hypocritical family of yours, that mom and daddy. Yeah, I sure have. Of course, you're here now. What are you going to do? Drive across the county, the world? I don't tell people stuff like that. I would never tell you nothing that I didn't have the ability to do or have not already have done. And then know the fruit that come from it. Amen. A lot of times we put limitations on God. And what I will tell you, if I have to tell you, and I really desire not to tell you anything. Because yes, I hate to tell you something, you don't do it. So I'm not one of these preachers that's got to tell you something, be all up in your life and everything and stuff. I hope that you just get it. I'm a patient preacher. I know that if you don't, he, you think you don't want to hear and you just kind of like it, I know God going to get you. You know why? I'm praying for you. Ain't you glad I'm praying for you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody said, well, I'm not so sure I like that. That tone passed down. We bless the name of Jesus. Y'all be encouraged. <coughs> the king is coming. Hallelujah. Roshan is going to preach this Sabbath, okay? Got a very important subject. He's been trying to get out. Everything keeps coming up, but I'm not going to let nothing come up this Sabbath. Hallelujah. Who knows, bro, saying you might slap somebody this Sabbath. They may come cut a food again, brother. And bro, saying slap that brother, man. That brother down there, man. He was cutting the food, man, and dad gassing. He tried to reach out and break his finger. He sure did, boy. And everybody go, man, y'all some militant people. Militant? What are we supposed to do? What, are you, what about these folks? Amen. Father, we thank you for your words. May all of them and the wisdom of them sink deep down in our hearts. Y'all have a beautiful night in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.